You are listening to a recording by Lisa Page from SoulSatisfactionForWomen.com. For further information on events, workshops, coaching, and free products, please visit www.SoulSatisfactionForWomen.com. Hi and welcome. I'm Lisa Page from SoulSatisfactionForWomen.com and Today, I thought instead of having a Q&A where I have a question come in um, and I read it out and give an answer, I'd actually have a conversation with a real live woman. So today we have Nora, who is one of my very, very beautiful clients. She's in New Zealand uh, and she is a part of uh, the Divine Feminine Mentor Group as well as a one-on-one client of mine. So. We thought that we would just see where her juicy question led us and always in um, the intention of serving you, whoever you are watching this video. So, welcome Nora. Oh, thank you. And first of all, I just want to say thank you because I know we haven't really even talked much about your question. You just mentioned it to me briefly just before we came on camera. and we haven't ever explored this question with you before and mm-hmm. it's going to be a journey in itself to see where the question goes to and what answers are revealed so thank you for being here and for allowing yourself to be as vulnerable as it can be to actually say well actually this is who I am and this is my real question right because we're going beyond cafe talk this is beyond so how are things going oh well they're going really well and actually they're really crap and neither of those are actually real it's about what for you at the moment is really speaking to you what is moving through your body and your heart and your soul what is your yearning to know more of to dive into more deeply so far away what's your question yeah, well, like you said, um, to to give you that question, I had to step over my vulnerability, and I did. Um, the very simple reason why, because yesterday I've got another huge, big, juicy confirmation that we all are one. I am you, and you, and you, and you, and you. Just use me for, for the example if you have something similar, all of mine it will come to you. It's, that is how I feel. And my question is, you well, about kissing. <laughs> because right at the moment, it's much easier for me to kiss my man only then than he is already deeply inside me. And I feel that we are connected heart to heart. Then I open my mouth and take like a second communion, how I feel. I do believe that he doesn't feel very good that the kissing, this deep, juicy kissing, is not included anymore in the pre-play. Because how I feel, I don't need that stimulation. It's like, if that is for your stimulation, sorry, I cannot give it to you. If it's for my stimulation, it's not that what I need. So now I'm open, Lisa, from lips to toes. So the question really is all the where you're feeling a tension, because really that's where it always comes down to, right? Mm. I'm feeling a tension around this, and it's constricting me in a way where I 
and feeling an unease, right? And the unease could be that you want to open your mouth more before you go deeply in sex, but for whatever reason you're not, or it could be that you feel you ought to, there's a should there, and there's a, you know, a perceived pressure about performance, you know, albeit very subtle, that you should be doing that or you should be serving your man in some way, right? So normally this tension comes from a, a, a should of some sort. So my question to dig a little bit deeper is knowing that, well first of all let's just, let's flesh out kissing a little bit, right? This kissing that we do as lovers is a, you know, you described it so beautifully as a communion. There's a communion that happens. You're entering each other's mouths, just like a moment of intimacy where you enter each other's heart or you enter each other's bodies or you enter each other's souls. I mean, they are all layers of intimacy and the mouth is phenomenal. I mean, just in the upper palate alone, your entire chakra system is actually mapped out. So um, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but um, there have been monks in times long ago, I don't know if they still do it, who would slit that little tendon underneath the tongue so that in meditation they could get their tongue all the way at the back of the upper palate. And they would say that, that the nectar, you know, in their deep meditation would then drip down. It was a way of stimulating the crown chakra. So your whole internal chakra system is mapped in the mouth. The tongue itself is an energy conductor, a very strong energy conductor. And you can even play with this with your lover just by touching tongues just ever so slightly. It's like two electric uh, currents start to, you know, really dance with each other. And then um, the way you weave your tongue in a kiss makes a profound difference. I mean, as we know as a woman, when we're being deeply penetrated in love, body, heart and soul by a man, the deep thrusting, loving, conscious thrusting of a tongue all the way into depth, to the depths of our mouth, that in itself feels like being claimed by being penetrated deeply and just as being teased around the lips can be another form of teasing. So this area of the body, this mouth, is very linked to a woman's vagina. And even your lips, energetically, there are currents that run from your labia lips up through to your, uh, mm. your, the lips on your face. And so... Sometimes for a woman, I'll actually give her a practice of literally just spending a period of time with very soft lips. Go for a walk, 
and just keep your lips mm -hmm. soft. And there is something incredibly erotic about that, but also incredibly vulnerable. So as you soften them, you notice when you start to tense them up again, it could be because you're thinking about something, it could be someone walks past you, because by softening there is something that is um, opening, that is, that is ripening, ripening to be opened and lovingly penetrated. Then we can, I could talk with you about how I will get some women to literally come down to the labia lips and speak from their labia lips when, they're, when the sound is moving through the lips on their face so that they can access that, uh, that part of their being, their, their sex, their um, deep, juicy, womanly softness or their um, whatever it is that's moving through them, that energy of the labia lips actually coming through, through the lips. So, and there are many, many more ways that we could look at these beautiful things, the lips and the tongue and the mouth. So here when we're looking at kissing, as you well know, the the relaxation in your lips and your mouth and of your partners determines strongly the mood of the kiss, the oh, yeah. intensity, the flavor, the degree of openness or the degree of closure, right? Mm. So my question to you would be, when you feel into, and I would get you to feel into it rather than to think it, clearly something has shifted for you in terms of kissing and your desire and need and yearning in the way that this incredible conductor of energy is used, right, in your intimacy and in your lovemaking. My question would be, when you feel into the moment of resistance that you have around opening your mouth or around kissing, where is that tension in your body? So feel into the moment, your, first of all, your face-to-face, body-to-body, belly-to-belly, breath-to-breath with your man. And there comes a moment where you realize he wants to kiss you and you don't. Feel into that moment and notice where is the tension in your body. Yeah, his hips and thighs. Okay, okay. So feel into, close your eyes and just bring your breath all the way down into the hips and thighs and just feel your hips and thighs as informers. They're informing you about something. There's a wisdom in this feeling that you have in your hips and thighs around this moment 
of kissing. Now you're imagining the moment right now, you're recalling it, so the feeling would change if it were a different moment. For right now, in this moment you're imagining, you feel the sensations in your hips and thighs. Allow that sensation to be as strong and big as is its full potential. So really just allow it. Don't try and push it down or dramatize it or anything in between. Just allow it. Keep breathing to relax into it. You can even put your tongue on the roof of your mouth. And just let your in-breath sort of wash down the front of your body into those areas of your body, your thighs and your hips. And once it becomes as big and as wide and as deep as that feeling in the hips and thighs is, it's at its full potential, just relax into it a little bit more and see if you can sink into it so that it informs you. And as you do this, keep your sternum lifted so there's a softness in the heart center and an openness. And just notice as you soften your own lips now with the sternum lifted, what is it that the hips and the thighs are saying to you? Oh God, they are wanting to move. Right. Willing to move. Right. So just notice now, imagine you're in that moment of lovemaking where instead of feeling that trappedness that somehow you felt, allow your hips and your thighs to move and see if that releases or relaxes the lips. Oh yes, and you know, it took me into the sea, into the water. Right. Mm. So now that your hips and your thighs are free, right, you have willingly freed the tension from them and actually allowed them to inform you, do you find that your lips in this moment of imagined relating with your man are free to express whatever it is they most deeply yearn for in this moment. Yes. Okay. Beautiful. When you're ready. Oh. Deep bow to your hips and thighs. Thank <laughs> you, my hips and my thighs. Okay. Mm. So here's the thing. There are many things that could prevent you from opening your mouth in intimacy, opening your heart in intimacy, opening your vagina in intimacy. Um, it could be that your man is not really feeling you, so he's kind of bull at a gate and you're just not quite ready and it's a bit jarring. Um, you know, as much as we love them in all of their enthusiasm and desire oh, yes. for us, right? Um, it could be that 
you're still holding on to a resentment about something that happened yesterday or the day before or last year uh, or in the last hour and and there's a there's a feeling of because you didn't express it in the moment it just creates this protective mm. mechanism I've got to protect myself from further hurt whereas when you begin to give yourself permission to express the hurt in the moment authentically with an open heart it's just released it's done mm. and you're then the slate is clean if you will for for that moment by moment relating um, so it could be that it's something that he's doing even you know this could be something the way that your man is moving his body maybe he's being more fluid than you more in his feminine body which means you have to um, straighten up a little bit because he'll nat he's naturally polarizing you into your masculine so then you've got to hold more structure in your body and your lips and you know there's always this beautiful dynamic of masculine and feminine play within moments of intimacy um, but if he's doing that unconsciously, you're not consciously playing with this together. If he's just gone into flow mode and all of a sudden you've gone shoop into that masculine mode, then then it's um, a very conscious effort to relax the fluidity and be the open receptor in this moment of intimacy if you're actually being polarized to be the masculine who is the penetrator. Mm. Um, so there are so many reasons and that's why I wanted to get to the core of your reason. Mm. So do you feel now that in another moment in time in the future where in the past you might have forgotten that you are intrinsically free? to move your body in any way mm. it yearns to be allowed to move right because that all it's all it is is it's a forgetting yes. that oh yeah I'm free to move my hips um, do you feel now that in the future where in the past that might have you know caused a constriction that now you have the capacity to really just be in it freely and spontaneously hmm I don't know how it's like absolutely but yeah I feel much freer I, I feel like yeah it's a step forward it just popped in my head from my body some technical possibly the reason um, I feel Whenever we make love, I feel that if I breathe fully, mm -hmm. uh, my breath is heard, it matters. And then usually you see then this, oh, kiss me, comes in that moment, then I just have to breathe through all that. Then stops all the movement. But it's not the same, breathe, then you are like mouth to mouth. You cannot, you cannot allow any sound to go. Somehow, I combine that with the throat, with the throat. Mm. It's not very, very long ago that I opened it, then I started singing again. It yes. was shut for time being. So somehow it feels that like, hmm, now it's just, 
after this. Mm. And if I cannot let it go in time, I feel like I'm trapped even by kiss. Okay, so essentially, just tell me if I'm hearing you right. Mm -hmm. Before you would have breathed through the tension but still had that resistance, felt trapped by it in some way, mm -hmm. and your leftover concern is, yes, you now feel you can freely move your body, but there's something around needing to free your the sound, like you can free the movement, but needing to free the sound. Yes. So that you're ready to receive the kiss? Is that it? I'm ready to receive the kiss whenever I have expressed probably the biggest portion what has to be expressed by breath, making love. Yeah. Because if it comes right, then I haven't expressed myself because I was very silent. For oh, very so you time. feel... Yeah, I'm giving the sound. And it's blocked by just kissing, which is nothing wrong and nothing bad. Yeah. But don't give it to me now, darling. You see, I'm giving you my breath. Right. So you feel... Okay, so this is something to navigate. This is really important. And I want to discern the difference. Mm -hmm. There's a difference between intuitively knowing that right now I want to use my sound and my breath. I want to, I want to gift that. That is what you feel would open the moment of intimacy most deeply. Because remember, you in this feminine body are, you're like a genius of energy. You naturally know what would allow the fullest, deepest, widest flow of this love force energy through both of you, right? You naturally know this. So I, what I would get you to do is to feel into, first of all, deeply trust your capacity to know that sometimes you know in your body it's you know it's it's not the right time to kiss and he's doing his best and you're doing your best and it's like when he tries to dip you in a dance and you're not ready to dip you know it's not going to to create the most open flow of love and freedom between you right but he's doing his best he's you know he's, he's learning how to dance too and he might dip you occasionally and you're a little bit like, oh, I'm not quite ready for that, right? Or he might twirl you and a little bit too long, it makes you dizzy and sometimes he gets it just right and um, you as a woman, you feel that much um, more uh, strongly than him and I'm not saying he doesn't have the capacity to, it's just that I know you're a man and, and he has a, he's a well-developed feminine which is that capacity for genius in the flow of energy so and it is innate and very strong in your body because you're also a body worker so you are you're not only are you naturally a genius at this you practice it in your daily life all the time 
So what I would get you to do is to feel into the difference between just trusting. You know, it's like when he goes to kiss you here and you know it's just not quite right. What do you do? You give him yes. another part of your body because you know that is what would allow this greatest flow of love a little bit more. Or do you know, like you just creatively offer mm. another part and you know then he's then he just dives into that so there's no wrong or right there's a what i want to feel into is the difference between that just trusting your capacity for that not in a way that dictates what happens or that drives mm. the love making or um is mapping out how things should be but rather responding moment to moment so fully that he has as the masculine in this feminine masculine dynamic uh, something to dive into and it's like he's the sailor on the ocean and you're the ocean if the wind all of a sudden comes from the other direction you know the sailor who knows what he's doing will actually you know, unfurl the sails and do whatever he needs to do to allow the maximum capacity to, to navigate that ocean to the best of his ability. And that's essentially what's happening in the in this lovemaking that you're sharing in together. So for you, do you feel that you can trust that capacity moment by moment? And if yes or no, is there anything else that would prevent you from <sighs> breathing out when you need to breathe out and making sound when you, and just allowing whatever is moving through you, through you fully? Mm. Oh, that is a deep one. Mm. I do trust that sometimes it's probably not trusting your trust because it, it it hasn't been so long than I trusted. Sure. So that's what it takes. Probably, probably thinking takes over the feeling. Mm. I believe, and then again, it comes into the picture of what he will think now about me and how you know. Because I still feel responsible about how he feels, especially in these situations. So here's the thing, and, and something you've just said I want to speak with, speak to, because this is a trap that many women fall into, and myself included, that we're responsible for the world, we're responsible for how everyone else feels. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, it's only a problem when it's a problem. The reason you have that within you is because you are love embodied. As love embodied, you care. You care deeply when your man is hurting. You care deeply when your child scrapes her knee. You know, you care when you walk past someone on the street and you know in your heart they don't have anywhere to sleep that night. 
the thing is that as you open more and more as a woman doing these in, these feminine embodied practices that capacity to care that awareness of how everyone feels increases and i remember i remember saying um to one of my teachers in a workshop i don't know what to do i stand next to someone and i can feel their kidney pain like i talk to someone and i can feel my throat burn and and there was a period of time where i really shut that off because it was just you know it was too much and i remember him saying rather than giving me some kind of practice to protect my energy and you know and blah blah mm -hmm. blah he just kind of looked at me and said right so you can feel everything is that a problem mm. <laughs> it's only a problem if i hook into the illusion the egoic illusion that i am responsible for everything and anyone everyone and i can somehow control how they would feel anyway that i mm. somehow know what is right for them anyway right that's all mm. mind heart that's all mind stuff so the question is how can you feel everything and trust your capacity to respond without trying to save them just being the love you are and that that is enough mm mm I think if anyone any time we have ever been with a sick child you know if you have a child and they've been really sick or if you've been with a loved one who's dying or an animal who's dying mm -hmm. or in a situation where you're with someone and they are hurting and there is nothing you can do mm -hmm. nothing except to love mm. if you stay with your mind you can feel helpless hopeless oh yeah if you trust this intrinsic love force that you are there's nothing to do or say other than to just be that as a gift in that moment Mm, beautiful. Mm. Oh, thank you. Mm. Yeah, I come back to trusting the moment, not continuing this mom moment how it was planned the moment before. <laughs> cannot plan especially kisses 
Yeah, and you know, as much as um, the mind wants to plan so that it can feel certain and safe. Yeah. The deliciousness, the gift resides. Those breathtaking moments always reside in the moments where there is absolute surrender to what is. Whether you've consciously immersed yourself so fully in the moment without agenda or just unconsciously. And here's the thing. You know, as you know, I live on the beach, and I'm pointing that way because I can see the ocean um, right from where I am, and every night there's the most magnificent sunset, every night. And then on this side are the hills and the most amazing sunrise. For the last three mornings in a row, as I've uh, got up to uh, get my son to school, I've watched this sunrise on this side and because the seasons are changing I'm seeing the sunrise because we're up at dark, I'm up at dark so before I wasn't and every morning it's different, it's fiery some mornings and sublime other mornings and light radiance other mornings and I look on that side and it might be fiery and then I look over at the sea and the reflection on the ocean is completely different and I found myself completely immersed in the exquisiteness of the moment. Mm. I could say I found myself admiring the sunset but it's more than that. It's that the sun, the colours, the, the mood, everything about the sunset I have allowed to penetrate me into openness, into the openness of the moment, to feel the openness that resides in every moment. And it's those, it's, it's those take your breath kind of, take your breath away kind of moments. And um, it's kind of easy to experience it with a sunset because I don't have any agenda with the sunset. I don't expect it to only come up a certain way if I'm feeling good or yep. feeling bad and um, I have no agenda with it whereas that's the beauty of intimate relationship is we go through layer upon layer upon layer these um, agendas that we have, these projections that we have and each time we allow ourselves to see what's really going on in this moment of intimate relationship like oh I'm actually scared of opening right now or I was making you not enough because I don't feel enough or whatever it is right this is a momentary thing the moment we just relax through that and the agenda drops away they are the moments that are exquisitely breathtaking mm. and as you know because you've done couple coaching with Mo and I one of the things that I often say to couples is 
If you had five minutes left, just look at each other. Really be belly to belly. The whole world is going to crumble in five minutes. This is all you have left. Mm. How are you going to be? And you know what's beautiful is I saw uh, a movie the other day. I took my dad to see a movie called Pompeii. And we all know the history of Pompeii, so, you know. Mm. Um, I don't want to ruin the movie for anyone who hasn't watched it, right? <laughs> but there is a moment in the movie where she says they, they realise that they're going to die. There is no escaping the inevitability of the fact that they are going to die. And he says to her, get on the horse and go. You can save yourself. And she says, I don't want to run. I don't want to spend the last five minutes of my life running. So she slaps the horse on its ass. The horse runs off into the sunset. And they turn to each other and he says, don't look there, just look at me. So he holds that structure and he says, just look at me, look in my eyes. And they kiss into eternity. And the palpability of that moment is the same palpability of, that we could experience with our lovers, with our children, with our pets, with our family, with our friends, at any time we choose. Because the inevitability of death is inevitable. It's just that somehow our mind continues to say, it's not. Mm. Mm. Well, look what you did, as always. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks for reminding, that is beautiful. Moment dies every moment. Every mm. in-breath is a new moment. Every out-breath is the dying of that moment. And the new moment cannot arise unless we breathe it out, unless we let the moment past die. Mm. Oh, thank you. Did you hear? My clock says thank you too. Oh, the clock says thank you. Yes. <laughs> Beautiful. Great. Thank you for a beautiful, rich question that speaks to all of us. It speaks to all of us. It's just as much a reminder for me as it is for you as it is for whoever is watching this right now 
that mm. something as quote-unquote small as kissing can lead us into a truth as real and as profound as this. Yeah, let's kiss the moment. Let's kiss the moment, yay. Thank you, Lisa. Mm, thank you. Thank you to be with you. Our work here is done. You are listening to a recording by Lisa Page from SoulSatisfactionForWomen.com. For further information on events, workshops, coaching, and free products, please visit www.soulsatisfactionforwomen.com.